I'm Helen Karakulak. And I'm Alice Murphy, and this is Overworked But Optimistic, the podcast where we address a new topic every fortnight, looking into the various ways it affects us and consider how we can better balance the many things we like, and occasionally don't like, to juggle. We're all too familiar with being overworked and aiming to be increasingly optimistic. Whether you're studying, working casually, part-time or full-time, pursuing a career and big picture objectives, or just trying to make it through the day, this is the podcast for you. To be independent traditionally means you're not subject to authority and are self-sufficient. Independence can manifest in various ways and is a process from childhood to adulthood. From stubborn choruses of me do from defiant toddlers growing into all the honeys who making money throwing their hands up as iconically put by Destiny's Child, independence is instilled in us as an important trait to have. So what comes to mind when you think of independence? I guess when I think of independence, I think of being self-sufficient. Self-reliant. Boss. Freedom. Self-sufficiency. What does independence mean to us? I like to think we're both pretty independent in a lot of ways. We both work multiple jobs that we got on our own merit. We have our own cars and licenses and have our own expenses that we manage. I think the first big moment of independence is when you get your P's so that you can drive alone. It's super exciting because it's like as soon as you get handed that little red piece of paper, you're like, yes, let's go. I reckon I probably messaged you immediately and was like, let's go for a drive. Suddenly you don't have to ask your parents for a lift to your friend's house or to the movies. Unfortunately for my parents, that meant a lot of hey mom, can I borrow the car? Hey mom, I'm going to see a movie with Alice. Hey mom, I'm going to go for a drive with Alice. Yes, I have no other friends other than Alice. Yeah, it meant the same thing for me. I got my L's at 16, but I got them a few months after my birthday. So my birthday's in August. I got my L's in October. And I remember uh, I felt kind of worried about it because I wasn't super excited to drive because I am a very anxious person. But all of my friends were getting their licenses and my mum really pushed me and said, nope, this is a thing that you're doing. This is a bit of independence that you're going to want to have. So you're doing it. So uh, I was a little bit late and a little bit self-conscious about that. But uh, I got them eventually. Yeah, I, I was the same. I was at 16, P's at 17. And a lot of our friends in high school were the same. It was just sort of the done thing. Yeah, absolutely. It was like the rite of passage. Like as soon as you turn 16, oh, when are you getting your L's? Yeah, like on your birthday. And a lot of people go for them on their birthday as well. Yeah. I was the same. I got mine a little bit after and my P's a little bit after again. But I'm so glad I did it, even though I was really nervous to start driving. I was really frustrated at my mum. And I didn't appreciate her pushing me at the time. God, am I grateful that she did, because if she hadn't, then I wouldn't have gotten all of my hours done eventually and probably might not have my license today. And if I didn't, that would be very frustrating because I go to uni at McGill and it's very far from my house. And if I had to catch public transport, I would want to cry. I have respect for people who can catch public transport all the time. 100%. But man, I'm glad I don't have to, oh, yeah. or I don't have to rely on other people. But I've noticed... I think partly because where we went to high school was quite a rich area. There was a lot of privilege. People got their licences and were helped out with that financially. But I've noticed at uni, it's not the percentage isn't as high of people who have their licences. Yeah, I agree. Especially because I did get my licence quite late compared to all of my friends. Because of those of us that did get our P's when we were still in high school, 
Um, I think I was the last one. And that was a game changer because we definitely got many lunches from Boost at the square. <laughs> Picking you up from work and getting pizza down at the beach. Oh yeah. No, that was a big one. I work at a pizza place and worked at a pizza place for most of high school. And when I didn't have my license, that was probably the most frustrating part for me was having to rely on other people for lifts to and from work or having to rely on public transport because I would start, uh, some days I would start at like 4.30 and some nights I wouldn't finish until 10.30. Being only 16 or 17 years old um, and being a scared little anxious female child, I didn't really want to be catching the bus alone at 10.30 Obviously, Uber wasn't even that big of a thing then. I don't and even it remember it existing then, to be exactly. honest. Exactly. It wasn't on my radar. And obviously, I was really lucky. My parents uh, picked me up because they wanted to, especially because they encouraged me to get a job in the first place. Um, but there was that part of me that always kind of felt guilty about it. So when you got your license, I turned to you being my best friend. Um, <laughs> and I was very grateful. But I still felt bad. I mean, when I was on my L's, there was probably about what seven or eight months when I was on my L's and you were on your P's and you drove me everywhere and like I'm so grateful (laughs) and I would friend of the year oh yeah absolutely and I would always try and like make it up to you like when you would pick me up from work I would make you pizza yeah we definitely had our ways of dealing with the sort of difference in independence that we had at the time and now we split driving and it's great that only one of us has to drive When we go somewhere, that's the other thing. Independence is great, but relying on your friends is really good too. Being independent doesn't necessarily mean that you can't depend on other people. Yeah, and I think it's good with us. When we go somewhere, we'll take it in turns driving. We did have friends who didn't have their licences and that got a bit hard at times when we would be driving and they either couldn't come or we would have to go out of our way to pick them up. My whole thing is... I was really excited to get my license because by the time I finally did get my P's, I was still kind of nervous about driving on my own. But after a couple of weeks of driving to and from school and work and whatever, um, I really got the hang of it. And uh, especially I was really lucky because uh, my mum let me drive her car quite often. And um, I now own that car, which is awesome. And I was very excited about having my license. And obviously, because I didn't have my license for so long, I knew what that was like to have to rely on other people for lifts. And I knew how bad it made me feel that I couldn't drive myself around and how grateful I was to those other people that helped me out. So I really wanted to pay all my friends back for that, whether it's the friends that did already have their licenses. I wanted to drive more. Um, and uh, even my friends that were on their L's or didn't have their licences at all, I felt like, yeah, no worries, I can give you a lift, why not? It will save you catching the bus or it'll save you having to get a lift with your parents. That's no problem. I'm totally happy to drive. And that sort of, yeah, I can give you a lift, I can give you a lift, I can give you a lift, sort of got to be my downfall when I realised that I had under a quarter of a tank of petrol on a Thursday afternoon when I had filled up two days before because I had been driving all the way from my place to 35 minutes out of my way to pick up someone else only to then drive 45 minutes in the opposite direction to get somewhere that's only 10 minutes from me to begin with and it just got too out of hand and I had to sort of step back and say well hang on a second why am I doing this? Yeah there's a part of you 
and I felt this as well, that you feel kind of responsible for your friends and for making sure that they can be a part of things, but it just gets to a point where they need to be able to take care of themselves a bit as well. Offer lifts when you can, but put yourself first. Yeah, absolutely. And also, offer lifts when it's convenient. Like, if yes. you are on my way, I am more than happy to pick you up. If, if you're an extra... Fo- if you're going to add 40 minutes to my trip, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> a group of friends and I, we'd gone into a place in the city. You could play mini golf and have a few drinks. And I'd caught the train in, but because we were going to be finishing late at night... I left my car at the train stop so that I didn't have to walk home in the dark or pay for an Uber. So I wasn't drinking for the night and uh, I had some friends who lived on the same side of town but opposite ends of that side. So uh, basically you both lived at the beach but one of you lived on one end of the beach and one of you lived on the absolute other. Yes, completely. And... um, She was going to get a bus home, but instead ended up walking with me and a couple of other friends to the train station and got on the train with me. And I asked her, so are your parents picking you up from the train station? She goes, no, you're driving me home. Wasn't really a question. And I ended up having to drive 45 minutes more than I would have had to because I lived about five minutes from the train stop and she lived about... 20 in the opposite direction so I'm more than happy to offer lifts but ask me don't tell me oh absolutely um I remember at the beginning of this year I made a declaration (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm talking about I do know what you're talking about yeah see at the beginning of this year I said to myself and to many of my friends and to my mum I am not dating anybody that does not have their license I just gotten out of a relationship at the end of last year and it was very stressful to a degree because I was the only one that had their license and I was always driving and going out of my way to drive him around and it was very stressful. (laughs) So at the beginning of this year, I had a declaration. I refuse to date anyone that doesn't have their license. If you can't come to me or pick up the slack, or we can't split the driving 50-50, then this is not happening. And then the next guy that you dated, did he have his license, Helen? No. (laughs) I think of it a little differently, whereas, like, yeah, it's nice to be with, whether it's friendships or relationships, with someone who can share the driving. But my thing is, as long as you're independent enough to get yourself places, then that's okay. Like, if you would rather catch a bus than drive, that's okay. Just know you're going to be catching that bus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. I think um, when if you are dating someone who expects you to drive them around because you have their license and they don't, even if it means going out of your way, that's not fair. So financial independence is, I mean, to have any financial independence is a privilege because it is hard to get a job. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) It is really hard. And especially because I think the most frustrating And I know you're going to relate to this. The most frustrating thing when you're looking for a job and you go and hand in a bunch of resumes and you're all bright eyed and bushy tailed and not quite yet corrupted by the workforce. And you're going to all of these employers and they all ask, how much experience do you have? I don't have experience working in this field for three years, five years, two years, however many years of experience you want. 
and no one will give you the opportunity to get experience because they all want to hire people that already have experience. The amount of times that I've read a job ad and it's like finally one that doesn't require experience, but you have to be available literally 24 seven. Mm. Who is available 24 seven? That's the other thing. Um, they look for younger people to hire because they're cheaper to employ and they're cheaper to train and they will typically put up with a lot more. But yeah, being financially independent, I would say probably starts with getting your first job. Yeah, whether that's babysitting, pet sitting. I worked in a kitchen, you worked at a pizza bar. Actually, no, my first job was a swimming instructor and it was for two weeks. I would not call that in any way financially independent because it was only for two weeks. But my next job lasted for a bit longer and I was lucky that it was in walking distance so I didn't have to have a car to get there, which is also, I think, a barrier for a lot of people because a lot of jobs actually require you to now. Yeah, I've found that on a lot of job applications. Do you have your licence? It's like, no, I'm 15. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a problem for me and I'm lucky that it's not a problem for me. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we're going to come off like such assholes when people listen to this because they think, oh, they don't like people that don't have their licences or they don't like people that don't work. or It's not like that at all. We don't like Like, the system that makes it hard to work and we don't like the system that makes it so important to have your licence because you can't rely on public transport. Exactly. And I have so much respect for anyone that does. And I don't necessarily think that it makes you any less of a person if you don't have your license. It just makes you less of a person that can come to hang out with me. (laughs) So I, well, we both still live at home, which takes a huge strain off financially. Uh, I don't pay rent. I don't think you pay rent. No, I don't pay rent. I'm very lucky. Uh, I pay for our internet. I don't pay for our internet. I pay for my phone and our internet is not good, so I use that a lot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I pay for our internet now. Uh, I also pay for my phone. Um, I am very lucky because my phone, the handset, uh, was part of one of those plans where you pay Mm. an extra however much a month for the handset. And uh, my dad uh, paid that off for me while I was not working um, and when I was uh, underage. And then as soon as I uh, turned 18 and the handset was all paid off, he gave me the handset and said, okay, you're on your own now, find your own phone supplier and whatever. And it was really exciting for me at the time because I was like looking at all of these websites and I was like, okay, where can I get a good deal? What's uh, a good place that does like uh, cheap data for students? And I feel like that was very, um, it sounds really like menial, Uh, but I felt very adult, like looking at all these websites and being like, oh, okay, so who am I going to choose to give my money to? Yeah. And uh, it was a really little thing, but like that was a very big step for me in terms of independence because it was like, oh, now I have a bill that I pay every month. This is something that arrives in my inbox. And sometimes on time. (laughs) Hey, I always pay my phone bill on time. I don't. (laughs) I thought I would be more financially independent at this point. I sort of during year 12 we talked and we decided that we should aim to be moved out together in an apartment in McGill by now oh yeah (laughs) oh we had so many conversations like that though where we were like oh yeah by this age we'll have moved out we'll be living on our own we'll be doing this and that all sounds great and it's all great to talk about and you know what we're still gonna have those conversations we're still gonna talk about by the time I'm doing my master's if I do my master's then we're gonna be living on our own or by the time I'm 28 I'm gonna be living on my own overseas or doing whatever 
Um, but as much as those conversations are great to have, sometimes you've got to be realistic. And, and it's great to dream and I think it would be fun to live together. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but we would never get anything done and we would live off of two-minute noodles. Yeah, because we have some money. We both... I haven't been as financially independent lately because I haven't been able to work because of an ongoing injury. But And I miss it. I miss having that income and being able to be like, yeah, I'll just go and do this with my friends tonight. But now it's like, is my bank account going to be okay with that? Imagine if I was trying to pay rent as well. I would not be able to. I would be moving back home. And as much as I want to move out and it sounds like fun, I'm going to stay at home until I finish uni. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think it makes sense to push myself to move out only to then run out of money in three months time and move back home. Yeah. Like that would be my biggest fear. I would not want to move back home with my tail between my legs. You know what meme I think really sums up the premise of this podcast? Cruella DeVille driving with like the wild hair with the caption like me trying to keep up with like all of my assignments my social life uh this 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 and this that i have to get done this week i think that's just what i look like when i drive to uni <laughs> to end on a positive note uh what's one thing that you have to get done this week that you're not really looking forward to i really need to wash my car because i park under a tree that birds sit in so i'm not really looking forward to that um, I'm getting over a sickness. Unfortunately, I've been sick recently, so I've missed quite a bit of class work. So I have a lot of lectures and stuff to catch up on that I have to do. And I'm not super looking forward to that because I feel like it's only just started and I'm already way behind. I am very much looking forward to catching up with all of my best friends on the weekend for a cute brunch date with the girls. Um, I'm looking forward to soccer because we've got a couple of big games coming up. And to two of my friends getting back from a trip overseas. So I mean that's it for that's it for us from this week. Um, thank you so much to everyone that uh, let us speak to them about what independence means to you. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Um, for more overworked but optimistic, you can tune in again in two weeks' time and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at of but op. O V but O P. <laughs>